If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome back to another solo episode of the podcast. Today we are talking all about therapy. If you've listened to this podcast at all, you know that therapy is something I mention a lot. As much as I am confident in my work and know how important the work that I do works to get over a breakup, I have such a deep respect for therapy, and it's something that I would not be where I am today if I did not have therapy. I cannot tell you like the great respect I have for great therapists. Whenever I have a therapist who follows me and reaches out to me and and compliments my work, I honestly take that as like the highest compliment because... I would not be where I am today without great therapists. So I just wanted to talk about that today. And and you'll notice, like, I don't have a therapist on as a guest. I really today just wanted to talk about my experience with therapy. And, you know, I'm not going to be getting into, like, why therapy works or getting into anything, like, I'll call above my pay grade. My goal is just to answer any questions. And as someone who's been in therapy now on and off for a decade, I just wanted to share some of my experience and some of the things that I struggled with, some of the things I wish I knew before I had started therapy, how I've been able to utilize therapy to get me through, you know, the different traumas and and bad things that I've had to go through in my life. So really just like I'm here to share my personal experience when it comes to therapy and so if you're someone who doesn't go to therapy and has been, you know, maybe a little curious about it, if you're someone who who does go to therapy and and honestly feel like you don't really get a lot out of it, I would definitely recommend listening to this episode. And if you're someone who like loves therapy, I would also recommend this episode because you might, you know, hear something in a new way. I feel really lucky that I come from a family that has always been extremely supportive of therapy. 
I know that that is not the case for many of you, whether that's, you know, your parents thought it was, you know, like thought your issues were not that big of a deal. Why do you need to go see a therapist? I know that there's, at least in the past, there's been so much negative stigma when it comes to going to therapy. And I even remember growing up when, you know, a kid was in therapy, it meant that something was terribly, terribly wrong. And so I think there's been a really beautiful and positive shift that we've gone through in the past, you know, probably five years where it's very common to go to therapy. It's really common to talk about the fact that you go to therapy and even maybe share some of the things that you've learned about in therapy. But I was introduced to the concept of therapy from my parents. It was when I was I was 17, so you know, well over 10 years ago. And a lot of you guys know I was struggling with alcohol and drugs. Obviously, my parents, I wasn't very good at hiding. I mean, I hit a lot, but I was not very good at hiding the fact that there was an issue. And they really pushed me to to go to therapy. And it was actually like a very intensive therapy situation where I went out of town and did like a three-day intensive therapy thing to, you know, I didn't really have any say in the matter. I lived under their roof. <laughs> so I went and I really used to think that I could like control the narrative. So I was there for three days and not once did I bring up the fact that I had a problem with alcohol. You know, I was really good at talking about my feelings and the issues that I had, but I thought I could really like control the narrative. And so I honestly like didn't get much out of that. And it's not because therapy doesn't work. It's because I wasn't willing to be honest. I tend to notice that I don't want to go to therapy when I know that I'm doing something I shouldn't and I'm not ready to talk about it yet because therapy is this you know, vulnerable situation where you are going to talk about things that maybe you're not super proud of or you're also kind of opening yourself up to feedback that you might not be ready to hear, you know, that you might get really defensive about. So that was, you know, because nothing changed after I did this intensive, you know, three-day therapy thing. I mean, not their fault, totally my fault, but I, I did. I kind of rejected the idea of, I didn't think someone could help me in that way. So, you know, I took a break from therapy for years, four years, until I got sober. And I was kind of thrust into this environment where therapy was really highly recommended. And, you know, luckily in the recovery and sobriety world, therapy is very common. If you go into any kind of treatment program, you are going to be placed with a therapist and be able to work with them. So I feel really lucky that, you know, from the age of 21 to now, I have been in pretty regular therapy situations and I have seen it work absolute wonders in, in my life. So I know there are a lot of objections to therapy. It could be that you don't think your case is bad enough. You know, I hear that a lot. It might be... It might be a cost thing. 
and I'm by no means saying that I think everyone has access to therapy. I do think access has gotten a lot better, whether that is through your insurance or using something like Talkspace, BetterHelp. I've heard really good experiences from those. So I think that like access can be an issue, which that one I, you know, I completely understand. But the way I look at therapy, because, you know, I do, I spend a good amount of money on therapy to this day. To me, it's, I've learned to see it as such an investment. And again, I know not everyone can make that kind of investment, but to me, I'd so much rather cut out buying clothes or shoes or whatever that looks like so I'm able to pay for therapy because if I don't feel great mentally, it's really hard for me to even like reap the benefits of any of the other things or stuff or vacation or anything else that I might be, you know, trying to add into my life with that money. I think another reason people don't go to therapy is kind of what I just mentioned, like you're not ready to to talk about the truth. You're not really ready to tell the truth. And that I also understand. But I think, you know, starting the process of being willing to open up and being willing to really just open up to like, you know, in the beginning, what feels like a stranger can be really beneficial and kind of slowly shift your perspective over time. I think another objection to to therapy is that like terminal uniqueness that I talk about when it comes to breakups. So if, you know, if you're newer to this, I really tend to hammer home the fact that it can be really dangerous to believe that your situation is so different, so unique. And I get that all the time. I love your podcast, but my situation is, it's so different. It's so unique. I love this, but my situation's different. It's just unique. And the problem with really feeling like your situation is so unique is that you're not going to really think anyone can help you. And that's really the truth. So if I believe that no one has been through the kind of breakup that I've been through, I'm probably not going to trust my friends because they haven't been through it. I'm probably not going to trust a therapist because they've probably never even heard of a situation like that. So it's really important to set that notion aside and be maybe, you know, No one has been through your exact same situation, but pretty unlikely with like, what, 8 billion people on the planet. But also just remembering the circumstances of breakups don't matter as much as the feelings that come after them. That's what we're really trying to heal. So those are the objections that I try to keep in mind and that I can validate, but I will say they are all worth pushing through to be able to to start reaping the benefits of a great therapist relationship. So the next thing I wanted to talk about is what therapy has really helped me with. I mean, it's been so many different things. I did a pretty intensive about year and a half of what's called EMDR therapy to work through a trauma that happened to me when I was in high school that I didn't really work through till I was 26, so like 10 years later. So, you know, I've been able to work through really intense traumatic situations in therapy. But for the most part, therapy has really just helped me feel more comfortable in my own skin, feel more confident in who I am, be able to set better boundaries, be able to relate better with the people in my life. I think the top three things that therapy has 
given me the ability to do is the first one is to sit in my own feelings. I'm someone that when I'm talking to someone about my feelings, I will typically only talk about them if they're like wrapped up in a pretty box with a bow. (laughs) And, you know, so that means I need, I'm not going to bring feelings to friends when they're really fresh because I don't like to just dump messy emotions on other people. I'm not saying that's right. It's a thing that I have to work on. But sitting with a therapist who is literally there for me, like, you know, I am paying them to sit with me and help me. It has really helped me sit in my own feelings, which is so important. And even the therapist that I work with now, I will you know, kind of blast through a situation, be like, this happened and then this and then this and then this. And she'll she'll literally stop me and say, go back to where you said you felt upset. Let's sit there. What made you feel upset in that moment? How did it feel to experience being upset? So really helping me like tap into my emotional intelligence and my emotional awareness So she has helped me tremendously with that. I mean, seeing patterns from an outside perspective, just really seeing things from an outside perspective. Your therapist is literally the definition of an objective party. They're not there to sugarcoat. They're also not there to not be on your side. So I love that they are just an unbiased opinion in my life and they can point things out that I probably can't see myself. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash heartbreak. Are you looking for a guilt-free way to unwind? Between balancing your breakup, work, and just functioning in your day-to-day life, I know you are under a lot of stress. Breakups mess with your nervous system, cause obsessive thoughts, and make it so hard to just sit with yourself. This is why it's so important to have rituals that allow you to treat yourself in a healthy way. And this is why I love Recess Mood, a sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium. Life has been very full and stressful for me lately, and as someone who hasn't had alcohol in a 11 years, I need something that helps me relax and that can bring me a moment of peace. Lately, my favorite way to do that is sitting on the couch after I put my kids to bed and having either the strawberry rose or the lime recess mood. They not only make me feel good, but they also taste incredible too. So whether you're looking for a healthier alternative to alcohol or a way to make you feel more balanced, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash heartbreak and get 15% off recess mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Also getting more in touch with like my gut, my intuition, allowing me to, you know, when I explain a situation to my therapist, they can say, you can trust your gut on this one or yes, what your feelings are valid, your actions were correct and allowing me to see like, okay, in a lot of situations, like I do know the right thing to do and I'm able to work with my therapist to come to to a solution. Therapists are not just there to tell you what to do. They're not just there to give you advice. They're to help you come to those conclusions on your own, which I think is really powerful and why their work can be so important because you don't just want someone to go in and be like, this is what you should do now and this is what you should do and this is da-da-da-da-da. It's uh, It would make us really defensive. I think it would be a total turnoff. And so for them to be able to ask questions so I can come to that conclusion on my own or get in touch with my intuition on what I already know is really, really empowering. Now, I have had to learn over the years that there are I will start out by saying like there are some therapists that aren't that great and that's okay. But I wanted to talk about how to get the most out of therapy sessions. And again, this is something I've learned over the years and I mentioned the first one a little bit earlier, but this whole thing of like being honest, you're not helping anyone by not being honest with a therapist. You're not helping anyone by keeping secrets or you know, changing the truth a little bit so you don't, you know, quote unquote, look bad or like your therapist isn't there to be impressed by you. They're there to help you and they can't help you if you're not being honest. And I will also say therapists are incredibly intuitive. And anytime I have been dishonest with the therapist and then I eventually tell the truth, they knew I was being dishonest like the whole time. So being honest is how you're going to get the most out of your sessions. Another thing I would suggest is like be open to the results that you're seeking in therapy. And what do I mean by that? So for example, like when I had my issue with drugs and alcohol, I really wanted a therapist to just fix me so then I could drink alcohol without having problems. That was like my goal. That was not a goal that could be guaranteed for me. And so then I was, you know, disappointed when I wasn't having that goal met, when really I should have been gone into it open-minded and said, I'm open to having this issue in my life fixed, however that might look. And for me, it looked like I needed to get sober, but because I just had such a specific thing in mind. So it's like the same thing. If you go to your therapist and you're like, I want them to teach me how to get my ex back that, you know, you're probably going to be let down by that. But if you go into it with, I want to learn more about myself and learn how to heal my broken heart, however that looks, then you're probably going to have a much more successful session. And you're also going to have a much better outlook on therapy in general. Another thing that I will say that I've had to learn over the years, there's a probably very high chance that the day of you're going to want to cancel the session. I still, 10 years of therapy happens to me all the time. 
I always want to cancel. I stick through it. And I'm so glad that that I did. And then I think the last thing in terms of like getting the most out of sessions is, and I tell the same thing with this with my coaching clients, if your therapist gives you something to work on, something to write, something to read, something to think about, be sure that you do that. You know, it's like they're there for you. It honestly doesn't necessarily hurt them if you don't read what they suggest, but it, it probably does hurt you because there's a reason they suggested that and it, you know, it kind of hinders the progress a little bit. And not to say that, you know, you need to be stressed out about doing your therapy homework every single week, but I'm just saying like if you really want to get the most out of your sessions, just be sure that you are being proactive in the things that they tell you to do outside of that hour that you're meeting them. Another thing that helps me a lot is like an hour or so before therapy. I, I do like a bit of a of an inventory and I'll I'll think about, okay, what happened this week or the last couple weeks? What's been really on my mind? I also have like a note in my phone where if something keeps coming up or something really bothers me, I'll write it down because the thing is sometimes you might have something come up on a on a Monday that was so upsetting and but you don't take note of it and then by Friday your your therapy session comes and and you don't remember that Monday you were super upset about something and so then you don't end up talking about it. So just, you know, I'd say like, you know, you don't have to go into every session with like an exact this is what I want to talk about. In fact, I often find Sometimes when I go in with nothing on my mind to talk about, I get really beautiful things that come out of it. But it's just good to, you know, kind of keep tabs on on what you want to work on. The last thing that I will touch on are tips for therapists in, in general. And again, this is stuff I've learned over the years. I've also learned this like friends that I have that are therapists that have really helped me. I don't know. You know, I'll get more into it with the tips. But first thing, how do you find a therapist? I've had really good luck in the past asking friends for referrals. So I will say, you know, does anyone have a therapist that they really love? And I've really, really lucked out with that. If you're going the insurance route, you can actually call either your work or your insurance and ask them for people that are on their list and, you know, give them a call and, you know, hopefully they will, you know, do a, you know, small conversation with you. So that way you can see if it's going to be a fit because you want it to be like a personality fit. You want obviously their specialties to match what you're looking for, but it's okay to like call around and and do some research and ask friends about it. I think and don't be discouraged if like the first couple people you talk to you're like I don't love this. It sometimes it does take some time. Another thing I would say is you can switch therapists if someone isn't working for you. I made this mistake probably about 6 years ago. I was working with a therapist and just something wasn't quite clicking for me and I, I couldn't put my finger on it but to me it just wasn't a fit and I stuck with it and you know this the therapist ended up cancel like not showing up to an appointment and then it happened again and so I felt really bad letting someone go but at the end of the day a therapist doesn't necessarily want to work with you if it's not a good fit either so 
you are allowed to say, hey, that you know, thank you for everything. This isn't working. I, I think I need to find someone else. So don't think like you're married to the first person that you have a session with. The second thing is, again, like you said, you can tell them what you want to talk about. There have been times where, you know, my therapist said, you know, how is your week? And I, I start saying it and she might say, is that what you want to talk about today as if a topic comes up? And sometimes I'll say, yeah, that sounds great. And sometimes I'll say, no, I actually I had a situation come up last week that I really would like to talk to you about. So you're allowed to kind of dictate how the sessions go. While again, being flexible, it is important to, you know, if you have something particular on your mind. You're also allowed to give them feedback and let them know what's working and what's not. This was something I had a really, really hard time with. And until I talked to a really close friend of mine who's a therapist, and she said, no, we want to hear feedback. We want to hear if something isn't working because we want to do well at our jobs and we want to make sure our clients are happy. So if you can say, hey, when you did this, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Or when you said this, it rubbed me the wrong way. I hear a lot in DMs about people saying, well, my therapist made this suggestion or my therapist said this and it really rubbed me the wrong way. And I say, you should tell them that. You should let them know like, hey, I don't love that advice or I don't love the direction that this is heading. It's your session. You're paying for it. You're allowed to have some control over it. And the other thing too is like your therapist is not God. <laughs> You're allowed to be like, huh, interesting advice. I don't think I'm going to try that. That's okay too. So take what you want and, you know, leave the rest. It doesn't, you know, again, it's not the end all be all. So that's my overview on therapy. I'd say if you are someone that has more deeply rooted wounds from childhood or from like your first relationship, if you feel like the breakup you're going through feels deeper than it actually might be, therapy would be a great fit for you. If you're just someone that is having a hard time with your breakup, therapy is great for you too. I think therapy is great for everyone. Sometimes still get that where I'll say to like a family member, I'll be like, oh yeah, I have therapy today at 4.30. And they'll say, oh, are you okay? You know, and just assume something's really wrong. And I'll say, yeah, you know, I meet with her once a week. And it's how I, you know, keep on top of things. And so you don't have to be in crisis to go to therapy. You can go to therapy just because you're interested in learning a little bit more about yourself. I think it's so incredibly valuable. I think it's something that everyone should experience at least once. And I think a breakup is a great opportunity to start that because I will tell you the times in my life when things are going really well, I'm usually a lot less motivated to go to therapy when versus when things are going wrong. So use, harness this pain that you're in as motivation to, you know, get this process going. And who knows, it could be like this, you know, really beautiful relationship that you form with your therapist. And I, you know, I love the one that I have and I'm so grateful for her. And I, like I said, I know that there's some not so great therapists, but I just pray that everyone can find, you know, the relief in therapy that I have also found. So I will see you guys back here again next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. 
to join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.